guys, it's Brandon. This is a special surprise bonus episode featuring one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. Apologies for any outside noise or anything like that. This was recorded live at a comic book store in Plano, Texas, so just enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to a special bonus episode of Talking Bay 94, the Star Wars podcast devoted to interviews with the cast, crew, and creators of a galaxy far, far away. Today, we're talking to Garrick Hagen, who played Biggs Darklighter in the original Star Wars. We quickly go through how he was hired for the film, as well as his experiences on set and beyond. So this is Talking Bay 94, Garrick Hagen. you have like the Alec Guinness story like I'd love to hear all that but for right now I'd love to just talk Star Wars and maybe just your, your first experience with, with Patty Lamb and everything there and kind of going to Tunisia with Ku and Mark and everybody. Well that takes it right back to the very beginning of the film. I mean in, in Tunisia experience for, uh, for all of us was kind of unique. I, I We have rode down on the plane with them we really didn't know what we were headed for and Ku uh, was very young and uh, you know, she said she'd done everything and had everything in it, but uh, <laughs> I don't think she really had. The um, Anthony Forrest was the other right. part of the group. So we, you know, we were going into something and I don't think any, anybody who arrived in Tunisia before the film had actually you know, got in, into its stride. Right. You know, it was all a big question mark for all the English cast and, and right. a lot of the crew. It was all up there in George's uh, mind. And, um, uh, you know, even Gil Taylor, I think, found it hard to think, well, what, what is really going to be done with this? Right. So, I, I mean, for us, it was a bit of a game. We, we were enjoying our holidays in Tunisia. We had only one big day shooting. And we did silly things like ride horses and stuff like that at the same time, which we shouldn't have been doing. It, it was a part of our, our lives just as actors. It, it was a, a week in Tunisia that right. uh, was a bit of an excursion. Right. Um, oh, we had the script, but we didn't know what would become of it. Right. And then so after that, there was a little bit of a break, and then you went to Elstree, and you went to Shepperton, and yeah. you filmed the rest of your scenes. What was it like there, and how was kind of the difference between the beginning of that production and then when you got to the actual... Well, by the time we got to, to Elstree, yeah, we, Mark and I knew... You, each other a little bit better and uh, indeed I knew some of the other chaps in the uh, Tatooine scene, the anchorhead scene from many many other jobs we'd done right. together, Jay Benedict and so on. So yeah, we were a group of uh, American actors working over there mm-hmm. and Elstree was familiar, I'd done a lot of work at Elstree and other things. So you know, again it was a, a job that we were enjoying as Kids on on uh, in a different planet. Shepherd and stuff was more serious when you got into the battle. Uh, right. Most of it was done um, uh, the outside of the aircraft at Shepherd and in a bigger studio and, and very exciting to see the X-wing planes right. themselves. We, you know, we didn't get in them. <laughs> they weren't uh, working models, 
but on the other hand, it was it was a, a big and exciting set. Mm-hmm. Also, I'd just come back from doing a bridge too far, and so my you know my hair had was different. I'd been cut short for the Second World War, huh. and all of that was going on. I thought I wouldn't be actually. I thought I I might not continue. George mm-hmm. might say, "No, no, you, your hair is too short." Right. <laughs> anyway, he didn't say that. I mean, it's like you went to the academy and you just kind of yeah, yeah, we got got it cut at the academy. What the hell? They have good barbers at the academy. <laughs> You mentioned the North American actors working in London. A lot of those ended up carrying with you through the Star Wars movies. Like Bruce Bow, I know, was just like that. Uh, And Anthony Forrest, as you mentioned before. How is that camaraderie, how did that grow through the convention circuit and kind of being part of the larger Star Wars family? Well, yeah, I mean, all the conventions took a lot of us by surprise. It was a slow, you know, uh, growing uh, whole sort of mode of, of living that a lot of them had no idea that it would happen this way and it's grown and grown and grown so you Bruce I knew from really the first few films I did in England and as we've gone through it we've become closer friends and, and hopefully have remained so right you know a lot of them now are no longer with us sadly right. but um, we had a good group and those of us who were lucky enough to be in Star Wars continued in the, in the convention uh, yeah. circuit if you like, and became even better friends. Yeah. It's been a very nice experience. That's very nice. Uh, before I let you go, there is uh, one story that I've heard, and I, I haven't heard in all the parts. Uh, your first little acting experiences in England and London, I think your first time on stage was with Alec Guinness, or one of the earliest well, it, ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I got this incredible opportunity to play the Prince of Wales in Richard III when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was in... Uh, I had gone up to play the page, and all of a sudden, there I was. Alec actually suggested to Tyrone Guthrie, this wonderful Shakespearean director, one of the world's best, that I play the prince instead of my friend who had been cast in it. So, But we've remained friends even since that time, even though I took the part away and ended up having uh, this opening scene with Alec Guinness in Richard III. It was exciting, except I... I kept cutting his, his laugh line oh, at the no. beginning, which he didn't appreciate. But, but I, I learned not to cut his laugh line. Right. He, he was quite severe about that, I must say. He ended up yeah, being, uh, accepting this obnoxious young kid, which I probably was. Um, and, um, and then I met him again, as, I, as you know, wow. in, uh, on the set in Tunisia. That's great. Well, thank you so much for just taking the time and talking for us, even just for a moment. This is Biggs used, was even my like favorite character growing up. I like, grew a kind of mustache, just like out of well, like, yeah, you know, see, you've just done right, very I'm well. doing okay. You've right. done thank it. you for saying it to the audio, <laughs> audio audience. They'll never know otherwise, so that'll be great. But thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome. Thank I appreciate you. It. This is Talking Bay 94, uh, live in Madness Comics in Plano, Texas. Thank you again to Mr. Hagen for taking the time to talk to us. We also want to extend a very special thanks to Zach McGinnis from Galactic Productions, who has been a huge help with this podcast. For more information about future Galactic Productions client appearances, as well as how to book celebrities for your convention or event, visit galacticproductionsevents.com. On Wednesday, we kick off our author series with the first Star Wars author ever, Alan Dean Foster. Until then, leave a five-star review, and may the Force be with you.